0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm going to uh, paste now in the chat the, uh, we've been practicing this uh, sharing the merit or sometimes we refer to it as the bodhicitta aspiration. Bodhi just means awake and citta means the heart, heart heart-mind. So the awakened heart, aspiration, or sharing the merit. And it really, uh, some of the later Buddhist traditions made the Bodhi, in Sanskrit it's Bodhisattva, but uh, Bodhicitta, Um, but um, made this a really important part of this aspiration to live for the benefit of all beings. It was kind of a central part of that in compassion, a central part of the later Buddhist traditions is a central part But it's been there all along, this idea that as our practice matures, we have to transform our motivation from, I'm really hurting and I want to feel better, which is a totally legitimate reason to start the practice. You know, I'm stressed out, I don't know what end is up, I need some help. That's a very authentic place to begin a spiritual practice. But as we learn about the heart and mind, learn how to show up in our world, of experience and things stabilized to some degree we begin to realize the limitation of just wanting to fix this life that motivation is limited and we realize i can't really be happy and at ease if there's things i can do to take care of others if there's really um we're being asked to show up and respond to the world to the suffering in the world the injustice in the world doesn't mean we get to the end of fixing the world it just means there's really no happiness unless we're all in that's what it means it just means we're not like trying to have happiness just for ourselves because that's a constricted state so I thought uh, this morning instead of doing it freestyle um, and that way you can even um, copy this particular version of course there's an infinite number of ways to do this reflection. And ultimately, you want to make this deep aspiration to practice for the benefit of others. It has to be real for you. So in the next few years, decades, lifetimes, just play with this and do it free form. But have maybe a a specific written form that is something you can go back to but then let it grow and evolve as your understanding grows and evolves. Okay, so this is just one way to do it so that we can do it together. And of course, all of you are muted, so you are just hear my voice, but let's read this together before we sit. So bodhicitta, awakened heart aspiration, sharing the blessings of this life, which means we have to remember There are blessings and goodness in this life. So recall the blessings and goodness in our lives. This is an important exercise to get better at. Can we recall the goodness, moments of patience, moments of really committed to not harming, willingness to refrain from causing harm, moments of good energy, persistence, moments of kindness, moments of balance, speaking the truth, and that's helpful. Dedicating this goodness these blessings, this merit, for the benefit of all beings. May this practice be for the benefit of all beings. May the blessings of this practice be shared with my parents and teachers, family and friends, and with all beings everywhere. May our lives join the great stream of causes and conditions leading to the awakening of all beings. May all beings be safe, happy, and peaceful. May all beings live with ease, free from suffering. So I'll go ahead, I know some of you just came on so you probably didn't see it in the chat but I've repasted it so you can see it. There's also some resources there but let's settle in now for a sitting time. Feel free to shut the video off if you prefer. Composing the body so that for this body that's here today, it feels relatively settled and still relatively upright, relatively relaxed and soft. We allow any physical tension and emotional armoring to soften and to whatever degree is possible to be released or put aside for now. trusting that it's safe, that it's appropriate for us to meet our lives, meet the activity of the body, to meet, to feel the quality of the heart and mind. And in this way, we're uncovering, dusting off, this first and most basic, wholesome intention, this very beautiful, very powerful intention to connect, to have a real relationship with the way it is, with the present moment. A deep respect, a deep valuing of this present moment awareness, this capacity to feel what's you to feel, to be intimate with what's moving in the body, what's moving in the heart and mind. And this value of connecting, being awake, means that we have to be willing to drop all those habits of trying to get somewhere, trying to fix something, because it gets in the way of simply connecting, simply feeling what's here to feel. In a way, we're learning and valuing being vulnerable or exposed to the conditions of the moment as they actually are. And right here in this exposure we find the breath coming in and out, we find the sensations of the whole body sitting, we feel the qualities of the heart whether that might be a kind of numbness or hardness or might be an ache or a wormy anxiety or might be lightness and joy. But we say yes to the way that it is. That's the value we're cultivating. So we're really taking the time, not just now at the beginning of this sitting time, but all day long whenever we think about it or remember it we're taking the time to cultivate an integrity of how we're showing up so there's an authentic interest humility a receptivity softness. In a way, we're learning to let life, the activity of the body and the mind, the activity of the moment, we're giving it permission to reveal itself in this open, humble space. So we're a student of this present moment. And we do this moment by moment. And we don't need to explain what's happening to ourselves or to our experience. The thinking mind might do some of those things out of habit, but just let that thinking be in the background and learn how to keep the changing nature of the body, the changing experience of the heart and mind, keeping all of that in the foreground. And if ever there is resistance or those habits of wanting to get somewhere or control something, when those arise, then the practice is to simply acknowledge that resistance as something that's being felt, something that's being known here and now. It's like this. And it's here being learning how to be present to the stream, the river of our lives, this movement of bodily mental activity where we recognize and develop and bring to their culmination these beautiful qualities of the heart, the paramis. I'm just gonna go through the list and the practice isn't changing, we're just sitting in this receptive, open-hearted, sensitive way, feeling what's moving in the body, including the breath, feeling anything moving in the heart, qualities of the mind, but with this flow of bodily and mental experience as a working ground, we're just gonna hear the 10 wholesome qualities of the heart and you'll sense just intuitively how they can be helpful, be used and being more intimate, more present. Like the first quality of generosity So we're giving ourselves to the moment as it is. This is our gift not to hold back. We're not waiting for a better moment to show up for. Practising being all in, really here. This is the parami of generosity, of giving. Non stinginess. So just explore this for a few seconds. Oh, it can be helpful just knowing that there is this potential or capacity to be generous right now In other words, what can generosity look and feel like now, as we're just here present with the body, with the heart and mind? And we bring in the quality of integrity or the integrity of non-harming or sila, morality, the second parmi. So this deep valuing of not wanting to add to harm for ourselves or others. That is such a trustworthy value to not want to add any more harm or suffering. So that means the way of being present is full of care. It amplifies the sensitivity because we don't want to relate in a way that adds to stress in, in any way. Each of these qualities in their own way will stabilize present moment awareness. And the third quality, the third parami is renunciation. And what this means at this moment might be our willingness to renounce distractedness and instead keeping the present moment in mind, just how it is. Everything else can be addressed later if needed. So we're uncovering this capacity to let go of everything else except the one thing that matters being present to the rivers of our body and mind, the activity of body and mind. Renunciation at this time means not being pushed around by the other impulses or habits because we know we have this power to let go, to renounce the other habits that might arise. And with greater continuity of present moment awareness, we can appreciate the parami of wisdom. Wisdom in the early Buddhist sense just means understanding the conditional unfolding of the moment. Things are lawful internally, externally. It's all a natural process unfolding nature, not self, not personal really, and not referring back to anything. It's just these causes and conditions unfolding as they do lawfully, being known. And we don't need to add anything else. This is wisdom knowing how to keep things really simple, as simple as they are. Being here, being open without any need for a fixed view. The lawful unfolding of bodily and mental phenomena being known is simple. And the next par me of energy. Appreciating the wholesomeness of being relating in this way, great persistence or steadfastness, willing to do the work of keeping the present moment in mind in this very simple way. right here in the middle. Nothing is left out. And begin to realize the quality of patience, the next parami. Patience is a beautiful enlivening power of our heart, it's not just about waiting for something to change, it's much more about a deep trust, nature knows what it's doing, everything that needs to be seen will be seen, We're trusting the exposure, not afraid of the exposure to the present moment. This deeper stability of patience allows the mind to appreciate the next parami of truthfulness. It's a very refined, powerful wish to see things deeply, see things as they are, to realize the truth of things. So very refined interest or curiosity. and humility. We're learning to let the truth of the moment reveal itself or express itself just as it is. Truth isn't some idea that the mind has. Truth is the nature of this experience here and now. And in this way, patience and truthfulness in the next parami of resoluteness really work together. The stability of wisdom awareness—it's our relationship with our teacher. The teacher being the present moment or the reality. Of experience the reality of the mind here in the present moment, and part of resoluteness is not being confused by doubt, like the thought, "Nothing's happening." But well, that's just a thought coming and going. that fast presence really breaks the heart open. Kindness is the next parami. This deep caring, this deep goodness of caring, wishing well for the heart, for all beings. It brings in a beautiful, moist, quality in the work of being present in a way lubricates the moment with love. And with the presence of this metta, this love, there can arise a very powerful balance, a serene, unshakable, penetrating balance of heart and mind, equanimity. And this is how we build a temple of awareness as Ajahn Sushito says. We're going to sit for another five or so minutes, having activated these wholesome qualities of the mind, being right in the middle. As we did at the beginning, it's really important that we get better at recognizing wholesomeness. So we'll take the last minute or two and just sensing the wholesome qualities. You don't have to literally name them, although you can but just sensing this heart, the way the heart is relating is wholesome. It's good. It's a, something worthy of offering out as a gift in all directions. Living this way is a gift. benefits myself, it benefits others. Even though we have experienced that this heart is capable of real ignorance and unskillfulness, it's really just as important to acknowledge that this heart is capable of real wisdom and kindness, real stability of awareness and so many other beautiful and wholesome qualities that are a true gift to ourselves and others. And this can allow for real healing, a kind of Buddhist self-esteem, realizing the potential. This heart has the potential to be deeply good, Deeply good and beneficial all around. May this be so. May we all in our own ways find a way to express much goodness in our lives, creatively, confidently, uniquely in our own particular settings, in our own with our own particular personalities, may I find ways to express all of this goodness in beautiful and powerful and creative ways so as to be a cause for the deepest healing in my life and in the world and the deepest awakening, the releasing of suffering.